Welcome to Seeking Paradise, Reflections on Community, Spirituality and Justice. Well, welcome uh, to the Seeking Paradise podcast. I'm Stephen Lingwood. I'm a pioneer minister in Cardiff. Most of these uh, podcasts uh, are going to be sermons, reflections that I've given uh, while leading uh, worship services. Um, that's what most of them will be. Um, but occasionally I'm going to do these ones that are going to be more um, informal, slightly different genre of a podcast. Uh, and this is the first one of those that's not a sermon, but it's kind of, it's a reflection, it's similar, uh, but it's also a little bit different. Um, Today, I want to talk fairly briefly um, about the spiritual path uh, that I follow. Um, and I want to talk about universalist spirituality and what I think that means within what that message is of universalist spirituality. And I want to begin by reading a little bit from Thomas Merton, who was... Uh, a Catholic monk in the 20th century, a great mystic. And Thomas Merton said this, the message of hope the contemplative offers you is that whether you understand or not, God loves you, is present in you, lives in you, dwells in you, calls you, saves you, and offers you an understanding and light which are like nothing you ever found in books or heard in sermons. The contemplative has nothing to tell you except to reassure you and say that if you dare to penetrate your own silence, then you understand what is beyond words and beyond explanations because it is too close to be explained. It is the intimate union in the depths of your own heart of God's spirit and your own secret inmost self. So the core of that message that I think is the core of a universalist spirituality is that God loves you. God loves you and God loves everyone. That's it. That's the simplicity of the message. And it's a simple message. At the same time, I'm really aware that it's, it doesn't feel like a believable message. It feels, it's not original. It's, it's so unoriginal in a way it's cliched. Um, and it's almost, I feel myself almost embarrassed to say a sentence like God loves you because it feels, it comes with a certain texture, a certain association, right? A certain feel to it. And you've probably heard a message like that before. And, and it, it doesn't feel like a believable message. And it may not feel believable, mainly because this thing, this concept of God doesn't feel like a believable thing, doesn't feel like a thing to, that, that it's possible to get hold of, doesn't make any sense. God doesn't seem real. Or it might be, or and it might be, the fact such a message usually comes in a, in a format where it's, it's followed by something like God loves you, but you have to believe in Jesus. 
or you have to say this prayer or you have to follow this one true uh, faith, this one true religion, otherwise you're going to hell. And when that message is God loves you, but is threatening you with hell, then that's not really a good message, is it? It's not really good news. I think God loves you. God loves everyone. And you don't need to do anything or believe anything or join any particular religion to earn that love or to access that love. Because that love is is the very foundation of the universe, is the very ground of being. It's, it's, it's a foundational truth of existence. So there's nothing we can do to change that one way or the other. God loves you, whatever your, your beliefs and whatever your religion. And you don't have to sign up to any religion or any belief system. You don't have to accept this or believe that or jump through this hoop. And I, I really think that's true. I think God's, I know that God's love flows through many different people, all good people and all good religions. They may not use that word, but I, I, I know that God's love is present in all kinds of different manifestations and ways of being, accessing that deeper religious reality. But why I'd call myself a universalist is because I think that accesses the depth of what it means to believing God's love. Because if, if God's, if God is love, if God loves everyone, then hell can't be true. Hell must be a lie. If God is love, a good God would not condemn millions of people to be tormented forever. That's just bullshit, frankly. And if God is love, if God loves you and if God loves everyone, then God loves people regardless of sexual orientation, regardless of gender identity. I'm a queer man and I know God's love is present in queer people, in queer community. I know that to be true. I know that to be true. And the denial of that to me is a denial of God's love. God loves you and God loves everyone. And to me, that also means God weeps at everything that oppresses and does violence to God's children. Everything that diminishes us, that oppresses us, that does violence to us. Poverty, injustice, racism, colonialism, homophobia, transphobia. These are things that are not consistent with the universal and unconditional love of God. And God's love 
is also a fierce love that expresses itself in justice when God's children are suffering under violence. And that work of liberation is, is a matter of putting ourselves in the flow of God's love and God's justice in, in, in standing up against those systems of oppression. The depth of this, the deep, deep truth of this, is that God is wildly and passionately in love with you. And that's such a strange truth to, to absorb. And I know, I'm very aware of how weird that sounds i'm very aware of i'm very aware of how weird that sounds of how cheesy it sounds in some ways that god is in love with me that god is in love with you i think that's true whether you believe in god or not whether you're pursuing any spiritual pathway or not but i believe god desires to be in relationship with us and if you don't pursue that relationship nothing bad happens to you right it's just that there is a desire this deep desire within for the holy to be in relationship intimate relationship with you with all people and i believe that when we access that, when we enter into the depth of that relationship, it is possible to find a deeper and fuller and richer meaning to life, to existence, by entering, in, entering into that love relationship with God. Again, of course, that might sound nice in theory, but it doesn't really feel... I know that it doesn't always ring true for lots of people. It doesn't always ring true with, with me. I know that. It feels like, it can feel like a fairy tale. I sort of sit sometimes and think, do I actually believe that? Do I really believe that? I don't know. But I think the point is that it's actually not about belief. It's not actually an invitation to believe anything. I don't believe in belief. I don't believe in believing a set of ideas as the way we understand what, what faith or spirituality is about. I think it's an invitation to experience something. Don't worry about believing something. Enter into the invitation to experience something. As I understand a universalist spiritual path, it's not about beliefs. It's about spirituality. As that great mystic Thomas Merton suggested, what you have to do is dare to penetrate your own silence. So in the practice of contemplation, we penetrate our own inner silence. And in the practice of doing that, in the practice of, of, of seeking deeper and deeper into silence within us, it begins to be possible to experience a power of love within us. 
a source of love that seems to reach out to us and express the very simple message, I love you. I am in love with you. That power reaches out and touches us. And I name that power, that mysterious someone that seems to exist within us, I name it God. But that's just a word. That's just a, a particular cultural and religious word that reveals but also hides. And other people and other religions have other names. And I believe that the same power moves in, in other religious traditions manifesting and being described in, in, in a variety of different ways. But that spiritual path, the spiritual path of universalist spirituality, as I understand it and practice it, is an invitation to find within, to, to, to penetrate your own silence by going within, in a practice, in a, in a, in a, in a repeated ideally daily practice of contemplative prayer to go within, to seek love within and to begin to love our neighbors, to begin to live a life of love in the world, expressing itself in who we are, in our, in our awakeness, in our coming to liveness, in our ability to practice justice and truth-telling and compassion and forgiveness.